Hello, thanks for listening to Acting Related, the MySite.actor podcast. I'm your host, Frank Prendergast, and today my guest is nobody. I'm uh, here on my own. I don't have a guest today. I'm easing myself very, very slowly into 2021, and uh, I decided not to do any outreach to guests because, uh, well, I guess I'm just not ready for contact with the outside world just yet. I mean, it looks pretty crazy out there. But Happy New Year. (laughs) I'm still going to remain optimistic that uh, 2021 is going to be a better year than 2020. Um, Since I don't have a guest, what I thought I would do is share with you some quick tips that I have found really useful when uh, using Twitter as an actor. I'm on a fair few social media sites, but I I think Twitter is is my favorite platform to use as an actor. I just, I find that the, you know, the accessibility of people on Twitter is incredible. You can follow almost anyone, whether they follow you back or not is another question, but, you know, it's a great uh, leveler. It gives, you know, it, it gives you access to get involved in conversations with people that you just, you just otherwise wouldn't have access to. For example, I once tweeted an article that had incorrect information about a, an upcoming TV show, and I was corrected by David Simon, which, you know, I'm absolutely positive that that now means I'm on his radar, and I'm certain to be cast in one of his future shows. Another time, I tweeted uh, a link to my website with a tongue-in-cheek message asking people to retweet it because I can't remember what I said, something about, you know, somewhere out there is a talented filmmaker desperately trying to find me for their project. The tweet blew up. I had all these replies and I had all this these um, uh, these people encouraging me and uh, I was like, what on earth is going on? And it turned out that uh, it was because Russell Crowe had retweeted it. Now, I know neither of those things have actually had any impact on my acting career, but it just illustrates, you know, the the point of the access that Twitter provides. And what Twitter does do is keeps me connected to the industry, allows me to discover <clears throat> new creative people and what they're working on, and to, uh, I guess, you know, to gain an insight into what they're like as, as people. And uh, sometimes it's just, you know, inspirational, and other times it's, well, you know, would I would I like to work with this person? Do I want to uh, nurture a relationship and reach out to them and just say, hey, you know, I'd love to work with you. Uh, And I know for a fact that Twitter has contributed to my working on some smaller projects that are very, very, very dear to my heart. Okay, so here are my six tips for actors to use Twitter more effectively. Tip number one is to turn Twitter into the party that you want to be at. Invite only the people you want to be at your party. I had to take a Twitter break for years because it seems to have become this like angry, bitter, vicious place. And I just came to a point where I just, I needed a break and I left it for years. But I came back because I decided I wanted to use social media to stay in touch with what was happening in the filmmaking world, get to know more filmmakers and actors online and, you know, become, be a part of, of um, an acting conversation. And the thing is that although I felt that Twitter had become this angry, vicious place, you actually, you have control over your own Twitter. So it was entirely my fault in terms of who I had followed. Uh, I had just followed anyone and everyone and it had gotten very random, noisy and angry. So I just did this huge cleanup of my Twitter. Uh, I followed a whole bunch of new people and I unfollowed anyone who was making angry, bitter (laughs) noises. And, um, 
I just specifically went out and I found people in the acting community, the filming, the, the filmmaking community, the theater community. And I also, I use a, an RSS reader called Feedly to keep up with acting, filmmaking and theater news. And what I do in terms of following uh, inspirational people is that whenever I read an interesting article, I check to see if the creators involved are on Twitter and I follow them, whether they're a filmmaker or a theater maker or the person who wrote the article or whoever. Sometimes I'll tweet them if I loved uh, what I was reading. Uh, sometimes I'll read an article that gets me to watch a film. And then if I, uh, if I, if I like that film, then I'll tweet or I'll retweet the creator or, you know, I'll get involved in, in a conversation with them. And yeah, it's just a way of, of discovering people on Twitter that I might not um, come across otherwise. Um, and, you know, that, that way my, my Twitter is full of inspiring people who are creating interesting work. So tip number two is a really, really simple one, um, which is make it clear you're an actor. And I know most of you probably do this already, but it is easy to overlook. Uh, I've done it myself, but it is now in my bio that I am an actor and I've included a few highlights of, of what I've been in. Um, also, uh, when it comes to your bio, make sure you're using the link in your profile. So link to your website. If you don't have a website, link to Spotlight or IMDb or anywhere that shows off your CV a bit. Um, you could link to something you've been involved in. If you don't have a website, I actually genuinely think you should get one. Uh, that I'm not saying that just because I own my site.actor. I mean, there are loads of services out there that allow you to build a completely free website. Um, there's Google Sites, Jimdo, Strikingly, Wix, Weebly. I think, I think pretty sure they all offer free plans. None of them would be my favorite website builder. Um, and for free, you don't get to have your own domain. You're going to be something like, uh, it depends on the site, but it might be like, you know, frankprendergast.weebly.com or something like that. But having any website, I think, is better than not having a website. Um, I just think having a website where you have all of your materials in one place and allow people, um, like a jumping off point for people to find all of all of the things that are relevant to you being an actor is really, really useful. Um, and then, of course, yes, I do own my site, that actor. So you, you, can also, you could also consider getting in touch with me and getting a very reasonably priced uh, website specifically designed for actors. Number three, tip number three. Uh, it's kind of related to um, the tip number two, and that is to make sure you're using your pinned tweet. So any tweet that you've created, you should be able to find those little three dots somewhere, click on them, and you should see an option to um, uh, pin to your profile. And that means that it will be the first tweet that someone sees when they check out your profile, like when they click on your name and they go to your your actual Twitter feed or your Twitter profile, that's going to be the first tweet that they see. I acted opposite uh, George Hanover in a short written and directed by Sean O'Connor called Disappear. And that is something I am very proud of. So I have made that my pinned tweet um, because uh, ever since Sean made it available online, I have that as my pinned tweet. Uh, because of that, I get the occasional tweet from someone who checks out my profile, watches Disappear and sends me a tweet saying how much they loved it which is fantastic. I mean, that's, it's just amazing to get that feedback. But, you know, more importantly, it's sharing what I do and it's sharing the work that I love to do and the kind of work that I love to do with uh, people who are just coming in contact with me for the first time. You could also, you could op- upload your showreel to Twitter and use that as your pinned tweet. Um, Twitter 
allows you to upload up to uh, two minutes and 20 seconds, which is plenty for a good showreel. Or you could link to your IMDb or Spotlight, um, you know, whatever your, whatever your main goal on Twitter is, I guess you can, you can use your pinned tweet to feed into that goal. Personally, I prefer to link to disappear. Uh, I prefer to link to a short just because it's, you know, it's an actual piece of content. Um, I think show, you know, for example, I think show reels are obviously they're a, a really, really important tool, but you know, most people aren't going to want to watch my show reel, whereas they may want to watch a short piece of entertainment, um, um, something diverting, something entertaining. Uh, so for me, that's a better option. Um, but it does, you know, it depends. It depends on what your own goals are and who you're connecting with. And, uh, you know, for example, you might you might be on a um, you might be connecting with a lot of casting directors in order to to um, try to raise your profile that way. And if if you're mainly connecting with casting directors at the moment, then it makes sense that you would have your showreel as your your pinned tweet, because a showreel is something that is highly relevant to a casting director, but maybe not so much to um, to a more general audience. Um, when I'm looking at people for the first time, like if someone pops up in a, when someone pops up on my timeline, either through conversation or if I see someone I like retweeting them or, you know, I see they've, they've retweeted a really good tweet by them or whatever. The first thing I'll do is I'll check out their profile and I look at their bio and uh, their, their first few tweets, which obviously includes their pinned tweet. And then if I like what I see, I follow them. And I'm sure that I'm not alone there. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, a basic kind of assessment that a lot of people do in deciding to follow people. So yeah, so making, you know, making it clear you're an actor in your bio and then having your pinned tweet be something um, that really attracts people and, you know, offers them something interesting um, goes a long way to making sure that they follow you. So uh, tip number four is to use lists. Now, I can't remember where I picked up this tip. It was probably from Bonnie Gillespie, um, but I could be wrong. Uh, But basically, Twitter can be a real time suck. And I spend far too much time scrolling endlessly through a lot of, let's face it, pretty pointless tweets on Twitter. Um, I really hope that Marcy doesn't listen to this episode because she tells me I do this all the time and I completely deny it. But it's absolutely true. I spend far too much time wasting time on Twitter. Uh, but lists are a great way to use Twitter more consciously. I have created lists of filmmakers, casting directors, uh, and then, you know, lists of people who just love chatting about film. I have a load of different lists like that. And it means that I can choose to log into Twitter, but use it as an actor and just engage with the industry. Now, I still like to just hang out on Twitter and, you know, I still enjoy wasting time on Twitter. I still enjoy talking absolute rubbish with friends. Um, But for the times that I want to be more focused, I use my lists. It cuts out, uh, it just cuts out a lot of the noise and it helps me to focus on just strengthening industry relationships and, you know, having industry chats and, uh, and also, you know, getting up to speed with what's going on in the industry. Uh, setting them up can be a little bit of a pain, um, but the easiest thing to do is set up the lists and then just add people to your lists as they pop up. So just decide, you know, what, how you want to organize your lists and then add people to the lists as you come across them. Or you can do what I did and you can spend a few hours actually just searching on Twitter and adding people to your list. So for example, I did a search for uh, casting and then I started adding casting directors into my, into my lists, um, I actually, I think I organized them by location. So I did the search for casting and then I figured out, you know, 
which were the Irish casting directors, which were UK casting directors, Europe, European casting directors, US casting directors, and I made made a bunch of lists. I made my lists private as well, because I personally didn't want people that I had just followed getting a notification that I had added them to the list. Um, I did come across this other tip somewhere. Um, I don't remember where I came across it, but it was that um, you can you could leave your list public so that the person does get a notification when they're added, but to be sure to name the list so that it complements them. So I don't know, you know, for example, I don't know, you know, highly talented film directors on Twitter or something like that. Then someone gets added to the list and they basically see that, you know, you think that they're highly talented, but I don't know. I just, I felt, I felt like that was a bit manipulative. Um, but then on the other hand, on about, I don't know, maybe two occasions, I have been added to lists that were positively named like that. And, uh, yeah, it actually, it felt quite nice. So, uh, so I don't know, I guess, uh, guess that's up to you. But what I would say is I would only recommend that if it's genuine, I would not, I, I would not set out to do that, you know, purposefully as a tactic. I just think that's a bit, bleh. um, okay. Number five, number five, tip number five is, uh, muting terms on Twitter. Uh, this is not really specific to acting, uh, and I've only ever, I've actually, I think I've only ever used it twice really, but it's, um, it's really useful when you do need it. The first time I used it was when I was watching Line of Duty, but I was several seasons behind everybody else. And people were watching it uh, when it was on TV. And a lot of people were live tweeting. And it felt like I was getting very, very dangerously close to spoilers. Um, so I muted all of the terms that I could think of around line of duty, all the hashtags that people were using in their tweets. I uh, muted them all, um, for a month so that I would, uh, avoid the, the spoilers as it came out on TV. Second time I used it, actually second and third time I used it, but, uh, it was kind of for the same thing. Uh, it was when COVID took, could just, you know, completely took over my Twitter timeline and it just all got, uh, all got to be a bit too much basically. So I muted COVID, coronavirus, pandemic, virus, deaths, isolation, quarantine, distancing, anything I could think of around COVID. I just muted it for a week and it was incredible. Actually, it was, it was just, it was so peaceful on Twitter for a while. Um, that, uh, after a week that the terms all came back on my timeline, um, I caught up with a bit of news and all that. But then after a couple of weeks of, of having it back on my timeline, I was like, you know what? That week was very, very peaceful. And I muted them all again, uh, for a week or a month, or I, I can't remember. Um, they're back on my timeline now, but, uh, honestly thinking about it again now, I think it might be time to mute them all again, uh, especially with, I don't know, everything that's going on with the new variant and the, the uh, news of how vaccination rollouts are not going so well and everything, I think, yeah, might be time to mute them and get a bit of peace and quiet again. Anyway, yeah, it's not specifically acting related, but it can filter a lot of noise out of your timeline so that you can focus on what's important to you and what's enjoyable to you. Um, and uh, yeah, it can just be, be better for your mental health, basically. Um, so tip number six, the final tip, is that um, basically all of the tips I've gone through so far are to do with making Twitter a useful and fun environment for yourself. But the last tip is probably the most important one, and that is make Twitter a useful and fun environment for others. So set out consciously to make your own account an account that you'd want to follow. 
And, you know, I think the way to do that is post good content and have the chats with people. What good content means is entirely up to you and completely depends on, you know, where you are, what what you're into. Um, but basically, if you want Twitter to be useful to you as an actor, I think you you have to make it an acting related space. Um, maybe not 100% acting all the time um, and definitely not, you know, not all focused on yourself, but but industry focused. Um, I'm making up figures off the top of my head here, but you know, like maybe 70% should be acting related. Um, I'm including, you know, everything related here, filmmaking, theater making. Um, so the lion's share of what you post should be interesting to people in the industry. And then within that 70%, I don't know, maybe about 10% could be self-promotion, maybe a little higher. I don't know. Um, certainly maybe higher when you're in the middle of a project. Well then, yeah, fair enough. You can, you can, uh, tweet, more about you know about what you're doing um but there and there are ways of doing that as well there are ways of doing it that aren't completely you know self-focused um there are ways of elevating the people the other people involved in the project which you know it's still it's still self-promotion in a way because you're you're showing that you're involved in something industry related and something interesting but you're not focusing on yourself which i think i don't know i just i always think focusing on yourself is um is the least attractive um, way to go about self-promotion, um, which might sound like a, an oxymoron, but uh, yeah, I just I think there are there are better ways of doing it. Um, so yeah, what was I saying? Seventy percent, seventy percent, kind of industry related, and then yeah, I don't know, thirty percent for just messing about. Um, that's certainly I certainly the the. Uh, highly scientific formula that I tend to use on Twitter. I, what do I post? I post a lot of, um, I post a lot of articles that I, that I personally found interesting that I think other people would like. Uh, what I probably don't do enough of actually is joining in the conversation. I mean, I do it, I do it, I make an effort to do it. Um, but, um, I could probably, I could probably do more of, do more of that. So with that in mind, um, do me a favor, start a conversation with me. I'm Frankie P on Twitter, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-P. Tweet me, let's have a chat, let's have a conversation. Force me to have more conversations and, and post less articles. Uh, so yeah, let's have a chat. That's it for me. Six quick Twitter tips that I have found really useful using Twitter as an actor. Hopefully you'll find them useful. I would also really genuinely love to know how you use Twitter as an actor, how you have found it useful. If there's any specific tips that you would share, um, I would love to hear them. So, I don't know, tweet them at me, email me. Um, I'm Frank. Uh, my email address is uh, frank at mysite.actor. Um, but since this was all about Twitter, tweet me your tips. Um, and tweet me if you found these uh, useful in any way. And yeah, just tweet me. Tweet me anything. Who cares? Um, okay. I hope this was useful. Um, It was really weird doing a podcast on my own. Let me know if you liked it. Let me know if you hated it. And uh, I will chat to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.